Dear students, wherever you go, whatever you do, knowledge is right here for you. AP State Council of Higher Education created podcasts for easy and quick access to innovative learning. They aim to reinforce fundamental concepts. These engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills. Come, listen, learn and lead the world. A very warm welcome to this podcast which is about amino acids, the various types of amino acids that we have and the different classifications of amino acids. So what are amino acids? These are the biomolecules which have an amino group and carboxyl group. That's why we call them as amino acids, both amino group and carboxyl group. So we have as many as 300 amino acids which are in the nature. Of these, only 20 are known as standard amino acids and are repeatedly found in the structure of proteins isolated from different forms of life which include animals, plants and microbial sources. This is because of the universal nature of the genetic code available for the incorporation of only 20 amino acids when the proteins are synthesized in the cells. This process in turn is controlled by DNA, the genetic material of the cell. After the synthesis of proteins, some of the incorporated amino acids undergo modifications to form their derivatives. Amino acids are a group of organic compounds containing two functional groups. Yes, they have the amino group and the carboxyl groups. The amino group is basic while the carboxyl group is acidic in nature. As I have told you, we have 20 different types of amino acids occurring in the nature. Let me read out the 20. We have glycine, alanine, leucine, isoleucine, serine, threonine, cysteine, methionine, aspartic acid, aspergine, glutamic acid, glutamine, lysine, histidine, arginine, phenylalanine, tyrosine, tryptophan, histidine and proline. Now coming to the general structure of amino acids. The amino acids are termed as alpha amino acids. They have both carboxyl and amino groups and these are attached to the same carbon atom. The alpha carbon atom, it binds to the side chain which is represented by capital R which is different for each of the 20 amino acids found in the proteins. The amino acids, they mostly exist in the ionized form like COO- and NH4 plus forms. These amino acids, they also have this optical isomers. Because we have alpha carbon atom, 
which is attached to four different groups so there is an asymmetry and therefore they exhibit optical isomerism consider your face as the carbon atom and we have two ears close your eyes and consider like this okay one ear is the amino group the other ear is the carboxyl group consider your nose as the hydrogen while the hair that you have it is the r group which is the side chain okay we have various plaits you know ladies have long hair short hair you put up all different types of plaits so accordingly you have different 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 types of side chains so what is happening is the carbon atom it is asymmetric okay the center carbon atom is asymmetric it has different groups attached to it the side chain hydrogen carboxyl group and amino group thus all the amino acids they have optical isomers okay and mostly you know the proteins they consist of l alpha amino acids l alpha amino acids now here itself i have to tell you the different types of amino acids that we have and these are you know represented in a three letter form and even a single letter form single word form okay single letter form okay three alphabets and then single alphabet form for example our glycine is there glycine the three letter form for glycine is gly while the single word form is g okay glycine is represented as gly or g in the same way coming to alanine it is represented as ala or capital a serine is represented as ser or capital s threonine it is represented as thr or capital t cysteine it is represented as cys or capital c valine is represented as v a l or capital v leucine it is represented as l e u or capital l then isoleucine it is abbreviated as i l e or capital l sorry capital i methionine it is abbreviated as m e t or capital m proline it is abbreviated as pro pro or capital p phenylalanine okay it is abbreviated as phe the first three words or capital f yes for phenylalanine it is capital f tyrosine it is abbreviated as tyr or capital y yes capital y for tyrosine tryptophan it is abbreviated as trp or capital w aspartic acid aspartic acid it is abbreviated as asp or capital d glutamic acid it is abbreviated as glu or capital e asparagin it is abbreviated as asn or capital n glutamine it is abbreviated as gln or q yes glutamine q histidine the first three words his or capital h lysine 
LYS or K, K for lysine and then arginine it is abbreviated as A R G R capital R. So you can clearly see for most of the amino acids the first three alphabets are abbreviated okay for the three word form while the capital letter single word representation is the capital letter which is the starting one for most of them while it is varying for few of them like phenylalanine, tyrosine, tryptophan, aspartic acid, glutamic acid, aspergine, glutamine, lysine and arginine. So this is about the amino acids, okay, the three word form representation and the single alphabet representation. Now let us go ahead with the classification of amino acids. See amino acids, they are classified in different ways like we have amino acids classification based upon their structure and chemical nature, based on nutritional requirement, based on metabolic fate and so on and so forth. So let us start the first one that is amino acid classification based on structure. A comprehensive classification of amino acids is exclusively based upon their structure and the chemical nature. So as we have seen each amino acid is assigned a three letter or single letter symbol and the 20 amino acids found in the proteins they are divided into seven distinct groups. So we have amino acids with aliphatic side chains, hydroxy group containing amino acids, sulfur containing amino acids, then we have acidic amino acids with their amides basic amino acids we have then we also have aromatic amino acids and then amino acids so let us see these seven classes of amino acids now the first group that is amino acids with aliphatic side chains these are monoamino monocarboxylic acids. This group it consists of the most simplest of the amino acids which include glycine, alanine, valine, leucine and isoleucine. Yes, the amino acids with aliphatic side chains are glycine, alanine, valine, leucine and isoleucine. Among these glycine, it has just hydrogen as the side chain. This is the only amino acid which does not have any optical isomers. The next one is alanine which has methyl group substitution as its side chain. While the last three amino acids that is leucine, isoleucine and valine they contain branched aliphatic side chains. Hence, these are referred to as branched chain amino acids. Yes, leucine, isoleucine and valine are referred to as branched chain amino acids. Now coming to hydroxy group containing amino acids. These include 
ग्लिसरइन थ्रीनिन एंड टाइरोसिन टाइरोसिन बीइंग एन एरोमेटिक इन नेचर इट इज यूजुअली अगेन वी कंसीडर इट अंडर एरोमेटिक एमिनो एसिड्स सो फॉर नाउ वी हैव सिराइन एंड थ्रीनिन एज एमिनो एसिड्स कंटेनिंग हाइड्रोक्सी ग्रुप्स देन we have sulfur containing amino acids these include first one cysteine with the sulfhydryl group and we also have methionine that has thioether group these are the two amino acids okay which are incorporated during the course of protein synthesis as sulfur containing amino acids cysteine is the most important one and cysteine if two molecules of cysteine are condensed they result in the formation of cysteine yes cysteine it consists of two molecules of cysteine cysteine monomer it's an amino acid upon condensation results in cysteine this also we see in some of the proteins then we have acidic amino acids and their amides we have two acidic amino acids that is aspartic acid and glutamic acid both these amino acids they are dicarboxylic monoamino acids and their amide forms are the aspartic and glutamin their amide derivatives are aspartic and glutamin all these four amino acids they possess distinct codons for their incorporation into proteins aspartic acid has another carboxyl group at the beta position while glutamic acid it has gamma carboxyl group so glutamic acid has two carboxyl groups and in the same way aspartic acid has two carboxyl groups amide derivatives of these two are aspartic and glutamine respectively now coming to basic amino acids the three amino acids which are dealt under this category are lysine arginine and histidine arginine it has guanidine group while histidine has imidazole group or imidazole ring these are dibasic monocarboxylic acids and they are highly basic in their nature lysine has epsilon amino group apart from the amino group at the alpha carbon it has another amino group at the epsilon position it is abbreviated as lys and the one letter form is k then we have arginine which has the guanidine group while histidine histidine has imidazole ring now coming to aromatic amino acids we have three important aromatic amino acids they are the phenylalanine tyrosine and tryptophan tryptophan is the aromatic amino acid which has indole ring which has indole ring phenylalanine it has a benzene ring while tyrosine it's a derivative of phenylalanine okay it has a hydroxy group 
if phenylalanine is hydroxylated at the para position that would result in tyrosine so tyrosine it has a phenol group phenylalanine has a benzene ring and these are the three amino acids aromatic amino acids phenylalanine is again abbreviated as phe or f tyrosine tyr or y and tryptophan is trp or w now coming to amino acids the only amino acid that we have is proline proline contains pyrrolidine ring and it is a unique amino acid it has an amino group instead of amino group which is found in the other amino acids therefore proline is an alpha amino acid so this is the classification of amino acids based upon their chemical nature that is what they have the side chains the next type of classification is classification of amino acids based on polarity amino acids are classified into four groups based upon their polarity the polarity in turn reflects the functional role of amino acids in protein structure the first category under this is non polar amino acids these amino acids are also referred to as hydrophobic or water repelling or water hating they have no charge on the r group the amino acids included in this group or in this category are alanine leucine isoleucine valine methionine phenylalanine tryptophan and proline once again the non polar amino acids are alanine leucine isoleucine valine methionine phenylalanine tryptophan and proline next one is polar amino acids with no charge on r group these amino acids as such carry no charge on the r group or the side chain they however possess groups such as the hydroxyl group the sulfhydryl group and amide and participate in hydrogen bonding of protein structure the simple amino acid glycine is also considered in this category its side chain is just hydrogen atom the amino acids in this group are glycine serine threonine cysteine glutamine aspergine and tyrosine once again these include glycine serine threonine cysteine glutamine aspergine and tyrosine next category is polar amino acids with positive r group that is positive side chain the three amino acids lysine arginine and histidine they are included in this group next we also have polar amino acids with negative r group polar means these get solubilized in the water okay the other ones are repelling while these are water loving so polar amino acids with negative r group these are the dicarboxylic monoamino acids and what are the two these are the aspartic acid and glutamic acid aspartic acid and glutamic acid now let us see another classification 
that is the nutritional classification of amino acids the 20 amino acids which we have read previously they are required for the synthesis of variety of proteins besides other biological functions however all these 20 amino acids need not be taken in the diet based on the nutritional requirement amino acids these are grouped into two classes they are the essential and non essential amino acids so let us see each of them the first one is essential or indispensable amino acids these are the amino acids which cannot be synthesized by the body and therefore they need to be supplied through the diet and hence they are called essential amino acids they are required for proper growth and maintenance of the individual the 10 amino acids which are essential for humans they are arginine valine histidine isoleucine leucine lysine methionine phenylalanine threonine and tryptophan these are once again essential amino acids indispensable you have to take them in the diet so these include arginine valine histidine isoleucine leucine lysine methionine phenylalanine threonine and tryptophan and the easy way for memorizing these things is say this mat will fly okay mat will fly let me tell you the full form m is for methionine a for arginine t for threonine again t for tryptophan v for valine i for isoleucine l for leucine p for phenylalanine h for histidine and capital l and small y for lysine so we have the 10 amino acids covered under this mat will fly say if anyone asks you, you know what are the 10 essential amino acids tell them that the mat is going to fly so mat will fly m e t t v i l p h l and small y the two amino acids namely arginine and histidine they can be synthesized by adults and not by growing children hence these are considered as semi essential amino acids so thus eight amino acids are absolutely essential while two are semi essential then coming to the second category of uh, amino acids these are the non essential or dispensable amino acids the body can synthesize about 10 amino acids to meet the biological needs hence they need not be consumed in the diet these include glycine alanine serine cysteine aspartate aspartame glutamate glutamine tyrosine and proline once again the 10 non essential or dispensable amino acids are glycine alanine serine cysteine aspartate aspartame glutamate glutamine tyrosine 
and proline now the next type of classification is amino acid classification based upon their metabolic fate the carbon skeleton of amino acids can serve as a precursor for the synthesis of glucose or fat or both so accordingly the amino acids they are classified as glycogenic amino acids and ketogenic amino acids at times an amino acid can be both glycogenic as well as ketogenic from metabolic point of view the amino acids are divided into three groups the first one is glycogenic amino acids these amino acids they can serve as precursors for the formation of glucose or glycogen example alanine aspartate glycine methionine and so on next is ketogenic amino acids fat can be synthesized from these amino acids and examples include leucine and lysine which are exclusively ketogenic then we have glycogenic and ketogenic amino acids the four amino acids which come under this category are isoleucine phenylalanine tryptophan tyrosine these are the precursors for synthesis of both glucose as well as fat next we also have some uncommon amino acids like in addition to these 20 amino acids proteins they may contain residues which are created by modification of some common residues already incorporated into the polypeptides so some of the uncommon amino acids include the 4 hydroxy proline which is a derivative of proline and 5 hydroxy lysine which is derived from lysine 4 hydroxy proline it's found in plant cell wall proteins and both are found in collagen a fibrous protein of connective tissue we have 6n methyl lysine it is a constituent of myosin a contractile protein of muscle 6n methyl lysine is found in muscle another important uncommon amino acid is gamma carboxyglutamate which is found in the blood clotting protein thrombin and in certain other proteins that contain calcium as part of their biological function more complex is desmosin yes d e s m o s i n e desmosin which is a derivative of four lysine residues and is found in the fibrous protein elastin desmosin is found in elastin then we also have selenocysteine okay selenocysteine is a special case it's a special case this rare amino acid residue is introduced during protein synthesis rather than created through a post synthetic modification it contains selenium rather than sulfur of cysteine it is actually derived from serine 
glycerine selenocysteine is a constituent of just a few known proteins it is found just in few known proteins some 300 additional amino acids have been found in cells they have variety of functions but are not constituents of proteins and these include some examples include ornithine and citrulline okay we have to mention them in special we know that ornithine and citrulline they are found in the biosynthesis of arginine and in the urea cycle we find them as the intermediary metabolites ornithine and citrulline cellulosestine it has got this state of 21st amino acid okay 20 amino acids are already found in recent years this cellulosestine is added as the 21st amino acid it is found at the active site of certain enzymes certain proteins which we call them as selenoproteins examples include the glutathione peroxidase glycine reductase phi deiodinase thioredoxin reductase etc selenocysteine is an unusual amino acid containing the trace element selenium in the place of sulfur atom of cysteine incorporation of selenocysteine into the proteins during translation is carried out by the codon namely uca it is interesting to note that uca is normally a stop codon that terminates protein biosynthesis another unique feature is that selenocysteine is enzymatically generated from serine directly on the trna selenocysteine trna and then incorporated into the proteins pyrrolysine the 22nd amino acid it was identified in the year 2002 and some researchers have described that you know this uh, pyrrolysine can be named as the 22nd amino acid which is present in the proteins the stop codon uag can code for this pyrrolysine next category is the non protein amino acids these amino acids they are although never found in proteins they perform several biologically important functions they may be either d amino acids or non d amino acids and some of the amino acids and their functions i'll just read out so ornithine is a non protein amino acid as already i told you citrulline arginosuccinic acid these are the intermediate in biosynthesis of urea then we have thyroxine and triiodothyronine these are the thyroid hormones derived from tyrosine we have s adenosylmethionine which is the methyl donor in the biological systems homocysteine which is an intermediate in methionine metabolism a risk factor for coronary heart diseases then we have homocysteine which is an intermediate in threonine aspartate and methionine metabolisms then we have 3,4 dihydroxyphenylalanine abbreviated as dopa all of us know this dopa it is a neuro neurotransmitter 
and it serves as a precursor for melanin pigment. We have creatinine which is derived from the muscle and is excreted in the urine. Then we have azacerine which is an antibiotic. Ovothiol which is a sulfur containing amino acid found in fertilized eggs and acts as an antioxidant. Then we also have non-alpha amino acids of which the first one is the beta alanine. It is a component of vitamin pantothenic acid and coenzyme A. We have beta amino isobutyric acid which is the end product of pyrimidine metabolism. Then we have GABA which is gamma amino butyric acid. GABA, it is a neurotransmitter produced from glutamic acid. We have delta amino labulinic acid, ALA, which is an intermediate in the synthesis of porphyrin. Then taurin, which is found in association with bile acids. So these are some of the non-protein amino acids which have lots of biological functions and we should know them. Then we also have this D amino acids. Uh, most majority of our amino acids uh, seen in uh, animals and plants, these are of L type, L amino acids. Well, there are also some D amino acids which are found to have some antibiotic type function. And these include actinomycin D, valinomycin, gramicidin S. We have D-serine and D-aspartate. These are found in the brain tissues. D-glutamic acid and D-alanine. They are present in the bacterial cell walls. We have also amino acids which are useful as drugs. Okay, these are the non-standard amino acids. Example, the D-pencilamine which is the dimethylglycine. It's a metabolite of penicillin and is employed in the chelation therapy of Wilson's disease. This is possible since D-pencilamine can effectively chelate copper. Then we have N-acetylcysteine which is used in cystic fibrosis and chronic renal insufficiency as it can function as an antioxidant. Then we also have gabapentin which is again gamma amino butyrate linked to cyclohexane. It is used as anticonvulsant. So today we have studied about the various amino acids that we have, the 20 different types of amino acids and their classifications. We have seen their classification based upon their structure, then classification based upon their uh, hydroxy group, presence of hydroxy group, sulfur containing amino acids, then we have seen acid, acidic amino acids, basic amino acids, aromatic amino acids and amino acids. This is based upon their chemical nature. Then we also have seen classification of amino acids based upon their polarity, then nutritional classification of amino acids, amino acid classification based on metabolic rate. Then we have seen some uncommon amino acids also. Then we have seen amino acids which are you know 
part of uh, which are which can be used as drugs okay we have seen some non protein amino acids and we could see how important they are with their metabolic functions thank you for listening dear students wherever you go whatever you do knowledge is right here for you ap state council of higher education created podcast for easy and quick access to innovative learning they aim to reinforce fundamental concepts these engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills come listen learn and lead the world